In this presentation, we will use tax software to test the rule of you must have earned income with relation to the child and dependent care expenses credit. Here is our test 1040. We have the head of household filing status. We've got the one dependent child tax credit is uh, qualified for. We're going to say that the 40,000 of income, 40,000 of income, 18,000 standard deduction because it's a head of household status. So head of household, 18,000, 22,000 of taxable income. Then the tax then at 2,371 calculated by the software. We have the child tax credit up top 1,711. That's not what we're concentrating on here. We are concentrated on the child and dependent care expenses credit, and that's going to be included here. So you see there's a jump from this credit up to the 2,371. That jump is included in Schedule 3. Schedule 3, here's the 660 for the credit for child and dependent care, which is coming from Form 2441. Here's 2441 with the calculation. Now, what we're going to do is say, well, what would happen then if there was no income? If we said, all right, what if there was no income? And we say that income was gone, no income. Well, then, of course, these are based on income. The, the point of the credit is to uh, allow somebody to work. So the IRS says, well, if there's no income, then clearly any expenses that we expended, we had the expenses given here, but no income reported, will not result in a credit so we have no child tax credit that's not what we're focusing on here we're focusing on the child independent care expenses credit but both of them are dependent on some income we'll test some more scenarios later but let's just say we brought it up to ten thousand for now say all right what if wages were ten thousand so we had ten thousand notice that that is going to be less than the standard deduction so there's no liability there's no tax liability here and although we have the child tax credit kind of down here in an earned income credit we're not seeing the credit for the child and dependent care expenses. Let's bring this up, this 10000 up over the 18000 Let's say, well, what if it was 20000 20000 and then go back to our form and say, now we've got the 20000 income, 18000 standard deduction, 2000 taxable income, which is the 201 tax, the 201 tax, and then we've got the 201 of the credit bringing it down to zero and then we've got these credits that will take it down below that if we go to schedule three then we see the detail of the 201 child tax credit or sorry child uh credit for child independent care expenses and then the 2441 is going to show that as well here's the calculation for it now of course if we increase from there uh we're going to say we're qualified now because we have some earned income and then we'll discuss the effect on the ta on the credit itself. So here's the 810. We'll discuss the calculation of the amount of the credit later. But just note that, of course, we need some earned income in order to qualify for the credit at all. Note also that the earned income may be somewhere else, such as like a Schedule C. If we had our own business, that would be something that we can have earned income from. So if we had, say, a Schedule C, our own business, this is a Schedule C easy, but... Uh, our own business then we have the schedule c attached if it was a sole proprietor the thirty thousand here and that would be pulled over to schedule one the thirty thousand then pulled over to the form 1040 so there's the thirty thousand there and then that's going to be uh, something that will qualify us for the calculation on schedule three of the credit for the child independent care expenses which is also calculated on 2441 so 2441 so once again, earned income could be something other than the W-2 wages. And one common example is business income, Schedule C income. Note that Social Security income won't typically do it. So if we're getting Social Security benefits, we're getting money for Social Security benefits here, 
and we're going to say, okay, 30,000, that's going to be income, but you'll see that the reports aren't generated. It's not affecting us for the purposes of earned income for the calculation of the credits. In this case, it looks like not either the child tax credit or the expenses uh, credit because they're saying that basically Social Security, in this case, is not being counted as earned income and we have no other earned income. Also note if we have taxable interest and dividends, which are kind of investment type of incomes typically, also not earned income and not being used even though we have significant amount of 30000 here, we don't have any calculation of our credit and that's because it's not going to be considered the earned income. So it is possible for us to have some income and even taxable types of income that aren't considered to be the earned income, including the taxable and ordinary dividends and still possibly not qualify for the calculation of our credit. Now we have a situation where we're married filing jointly. We have the one dependent. We still put the 10,000 for the credit here. However, we have the 40,000 of wages, which you would think would be over the incomes. There would be earned income. It's W-2 income, but we don't see the credit being calculated here as well. And that's going to be because we would typically need both parents to be working. And that's going to be a situation the IRS basically would say, well, if one parent isn't working and you're married, then the other parent uh, should possibly be able to have the time to take care of the child and wouldn't need to write off the expenses then would be kind of the justification. So if you had this same 40000 then that was earned uh, evenly by two by the two parents, we're going to say, all right, there's, if we had one W-2 and one, and it doesn't have to necessarily be even, but if we had 20000 and 20000 and we say that this is the spouse, so now we've got uh, one W-2 applied to each, and both of them have earned income. So we'll say, all right, now we have both having earned income. It's the same 40000 here, but now we're seeing the credit being calculated in Schedule 3, the 660, and in the 2441. So note that that's typically going to be the case and something that's that's a concern sometimes because, of course, one time, a lot of times, you know, one spouse is working and possibly the other spouse isn't working and then if you still had expenses on top of that for childcare type of expenses then uh, you want you may not qualify so you want to have basically some income in both now if we go back to our scenario where we're we have a married couple here we have the one dependent and it's not calculating because the forty thousand is only being earned by one of the two spouses in that case, we'd say, well, what if uh, the other one was going to school full time and say, well, if we look at that in our in our data input software, we could say, hmm, here's spouse disabled or full time student. Let's try full time student and then see if that changes the calculus from the tax software, just the input in the software example. And then if we go to schedule three, it's now back, right? The schedule is now calculating it back. So, again, this isn't verifying the code or anything. This is just basically double checking. Uh, with the software seeing if the software seeing how the software will interact with this because again the software is designed based on based on the tax code so we can plug this information in we get a feel for what's going on and the different type of scenarios that would be in place we go to the two uh four four one so this has now reappeared now that we're going to say that one of the uh individuals was a full-time student now if we say that both were full-time student and there's no income for example, if we go over back over here and we say, all right, well, now they're both full-time students and the wages are zero, well, that's probably, you know, not going to not gonna for format here. So that's not going to work. So, but if we had the wages for one, you know, being a, a full-time student, then that could still uh, basically qualify us for that married couple as well.
according to our test scenarios within the software.